Everything sounding good. Like I said, we look good. Hopefully we smell good. Um, you know, that's important, man. It's important to smell good in this in this world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. So, Bizzlecast I... listeners, welcome to a Bizzlecast type that I haven't done in a long time, the Bizzlecast Quickie, which is a direct reaction, usually to a trailer or even maybe the first time seeing a movie. I'd like to do these more, but it's usually hard to book guests in general. And so, when I can book them, I book them for a full, long podcast, but then I don't end up doing as many of these as possible. I used to do these solos, but it's much more fun to have someone with me. And so when we're talking about something like Star Wars or the Avengers, I only have a handful of people that I go to with this, and I'm lucky this man's available today, the day after the the Avengers 5 trailer dropped. His name is Abdil. He's awesome. We've done a ton of podcasts. Not all of them have come out, but this one for certain is. We're going to talk about the trailer. We're going to actually do a commentary at the beginning over the audio version of the trailer that you guys have seen, and then launch into a discussion of theories and ideas that probably won't last too much longer than 25, 30 minutes, but we will see. But in the meantime, welcome back to the Bizzlecast for a very exciting one. Abdil. Hey, what's going on? So, um, yet again, Disney seems to be doing this thing where they drop trailers in the middle of the night and tell nobody, which is hilarious because it just proves how powerful they are because they immediately become the highest watched trailers ever. So they're like, right? They're like, fuck it. Who cares when we drop it? Everyone's going to watch it a thousand times and talk about it. Exactly. Uh, so how, when did you see it? Did you know it was coming out? Um, do you remember like how far into it? Like, were you hearing from a lot of people that it had dropped? Did you have a sense that it was dropping soon? Like all that stuff. Actually, it was a sneak attack. It was like I was watching uh, Captain Marvel and then all of a sudden like, oh, wow, there's a there's a trailer for um, Avengers. Yep. It was pretty good. Yep. Yep. Pretty good. Yep. It was pretty good. <clears throat> I, I know people say they aren't showing much in this trailer. I'm going to dispute that after we get to our discussion later in the podcast up deal. They also right. s- say that, you know, they reused footage from both old movies <coughs> and old trailers. And I'm going to challenge right. that that's the case. If you really watch what gets into the trailer or not, um, right. we haven't actually discussed this, my man, as much as I thought we would have, because I wanted to go straight into the podcast. And luckily you had the time, but I think just to tease the audience, before I make a quick last point and then we'll do our, our trailer uh, live breakdown, which is I think you agree with me that there's at least some stuff in the trailer that seems like just rehashing of old stuff, but is actually new stuff or hinting towards new stuff. And that's what made it interesting. Um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a, uh, the puzzle pieces, like putting right. all the old stuff and yes. putting in kind of a little bit of a new stuff into it to fit in everything. Yeah, and and as it goes on, the shots that you think are shots from old Avengers movies become less and less clear whether that's the case as they move into the alternate universe, which we're going to talk about, which seemed like it was for sure going to happen with the Doctor Strange stuff, man, which we have to talk about in the bulk of this podcast is strange. I just did the Infinity War podcast with each watching. It's clear Strange is manipulating events with the Time Stone, Thanos, and in general, they don't talk about that at all in this trailer because they want to focus on the Avengers, but the Strange plan has to come up at some point. Um, Just really quickly, guys, and then we're going to take you into the trailer. We'll just watch it on YouTube 
YouTube and I'll loop the sound in the background, um, uh, which is A, people just love the emotional na nature of this trailer and because it feels earned because it's been 10 plus years of movies, right, right, dog? And so we've spent so much time with these characters. B, people love the sort of, I hate to say it, Last Jedi red heavy focus, but this looks even better. The black and white with some red um, and so forth. Uh, there's some things that are split with people in the trailer. Definitely uh, Nat and Hawkeye people are very excited about, which I'm happy about because I love Nat and Hawkeye. Um, and uh, the other thing, man, people were happy about is that they really aren't showing us like any of the big action leading up to the movie. Finally, you know, I, I hate that they ru uh, ruin this stuff. So on, on that point, I definitely agree uh, with the audience. But with that said, are we ready to go into uh, your slash our live commentary of the trailer itself? Yeah. Okay, guys. So, we'll, you know, we're going to be watching and, and listening to it. Um, we're watching, I'm watching it on the Marvel website. So literally at zero seconds, like the very first frame, they're already in the Tony Stark desert. Uh, if, there's no like black. I don't know if you're on the Marvel site, but to me, like it's already the first frame of the trailer from Iron Man 1. I don't know if that's what you're seeing. Yeah, I'm seeing that. You're seeing, I'm that? seeing that? All right, guys. So I'm mm -hmm. going to do what I normally do for my countdown, you know, into full length trailers. I'm going to say three, two, one, go. Abdil and I are going to hit play. Um, and uh, Abdil, I want you to just jump in immediately with your commentary. If I have something really big to say, I'll interrupt. But for the most part, feel free to just run through like you, you were doing in the practice run, if, if that's okay with you. Sound good? Sound good. All right, guys, so I'm putting my closed captions on so I don't need to listen too, too loudly, but I do have some sound, and we'll put it in the background here for you as we watch it. Um, I just want to point out to myself on the recording, this is happening a little after six minutes, JB time, and here comes the countdown into the trailer for Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame, I think final trailer. Um, really excited to do this, Abdil, and then talk about it. Here comes the countdown, three, two, one, and hit play. Here we go. Black and white Iron Man desert. That's awesome. That looked like a different suit. This looks different. This looks a little retro alternate Earth stuff going on. There's Tony in space. This is, this is a cool part. This is not straight from old Cap, guys. You have to realize that. that what they're, look at the Statue of Liberty. That's not what the Statue of Liberty looks like. Yeah. Here we go. Clearly, Renner's going to lose his family in this. Look how haggard and unhappy he is. And him and Nat look like they're seeing each other for the first time. They hold hands like they can sense the other reality. Oh, God. That's probably Peggy or Bucky. Mm -hmm. I think that's Bucky or maybe Peggy. Yeah. Got a repeat of the death. Or, or I hate to guy. say it, the shot of Elizabeth Olsen dying is one of the most beautiful shots in history I've seen. Yeah. Right, here we go. They say we should move on. Some do, but not us. Cap, yeah, baby. Yeah, I feel bad for Hawkeye. So Ant-Man oh, made Ant -Man. it. Yeah, Ant-Man made it. Look I wonder the, how the hell he got dude, out. Dude, this, this is alternate universe. Look at these two. This is definitely alternate universe, what's going on here. This is not prime yeah. timeline, right? Yeah. We will. Whatever right, whatever takes, whatever takes, whatever takes. Boom, Hawkeye, whatever it takes. 
Oh, God. I cannot wait for Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow movie. Here we go, baby. Yeah, man. People were shocked Tony's part of the team at the end. I don't know why. Here are the suits. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do. I'll give you my reaction uh, a little bit. Oh, yeah, I baby. I don't mind Tony Stark in it. It's weird that the... Who's that um, robotic chick? Oh, uh, Nebula. Yeah. Oh, Nebula. It. Yeah, it's so funny. So I still haven't seen Captain Marvel, but I get why this is cute yeah. and funny. I've read the Captain Marvel comics. Carol's, Carol's a goof, but she's super confident. It's not yeah. surprising Thor would be attracted to her. I'm not saying it's going to be romantic, but that, that those two would get along even in the comics, right? Makes total sense. Yeah, pound to pound, they're like both heavy hitters. I mean... And they're both like, they're both, they both deserve to be as confident as they are, but they're even more overconfident, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they'll Captain just do Marvel's stupid talking. shit. Yeah. 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 So you see the trailer for the first time, if you can cast your mind back, and what, what stuck out to you versus later uh, watchings when maybe you were a little bit closer? Um,. I mean, I think it, it was great. I mean, it kind of, like, gave us a little sneak peek of, like, what's to come. Okay, let me, let, me, let me give you some specifics here, okay? Do you agree with me? Like, if, especially if you've read DC Comics or watched The CW with their alternate universes, the mm -hmm. whole first half of this trailer feels like a DC crossover Earth 2, Earth 3 universe thing. And I don't care yeah. how many shots they show from the desert of Iron Man, that Iron Man helmet was not the normal Iron Man helmet. Nat and mm. Hawkeye look completely different than in any versions we've seen of them before. Tony looks different. Cap's the only one that looks the same. The world is, it, it, it looks like the Trumper takes over the world kind of situation, like World War III is happening with the recruitment. I don't think they're just showing everybody's past, man. That would be a waste. I think they're using that footage. This is my theory. But And I also don't think this is going to be a just the first 30 minutes and then they go back to Prime Universe and they fight Thanos, fight, fight, fight. Uh-uh. I think the majority of this film is going to be in the alternate worlds. And here's where the spoilers come, man. I think the original six, whether they understand it or not, know that they are in what they call in uh, Donnie Darko a tangential universe, an unsustainable side universe that is unnatural. And with, uh, whether they learn about Doctor Strange's plans directly or not, you know, when, when Nat at the end is talking about, like, even if there's a tiny chance, like, we have to try and do this for everybody else, I think all the six final Avengers rested, uh, you know, lose their lives in restoring the pre-Thanos uh, snapping his finger universe, and that's ultimately what brings everyone back. Um, I don't, and I don't even know if they're going to fight Thanos in this directly. There might, I think there's a bigger villain at play here. I have a lot of ideas, but let's start with the first one, which is the alternate universe. Do you think we're getting a straight-up DC-style Earth 2 kind of thing going on early on with the uh, original Avengers? Because that's yeah, what it looks I mean, like to me. And yeah, it's kind of like, um, yeah, you're right. It's kind of like you show the past, the present, and now the future of it. I mean, yeah. I think the uh, I think Tony Stark uh, Iron Man suit because um, it was black and white. That 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 one that um, what's her name? What's her name? Tony Stark's um, um, girlfriend or wife? Oh, about uh, Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts was holding the the red and gold yep. um, Iron Man um, helmet. 
Mm-hmm. But the new ones are when I saw War Machine was pretty, pretty cool just by looking a little bit of it. So yeah, Tony Stark definitely gonna change his suits for sure. Right. And, but no, but this is the question. And the whole st- no, because I want you to talk about this stuff, but I want to frame this up my big question, which is, are they just showing us new stuff in new light with different colors, or are they communicating to us that this, we're not just getting new Iron Man suits because it's Avengers 5, but we're getting new Iron Man suits because this is literally like Universe 1304 or something like that in the Marvel yeah, Universe. That's because exactly. that has happened in X-Men and the Avengers many times throughout history, and they've never really explored it. I, I didn't think they'd have Fire guts man. to do it in Avengers here, man. But I, I think they're going to an alternate universe from moment one with the original Avengers, and that's why everything looks and sounds so different. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, you're absolutely right, and I think um, they actually are. They actually are like getting into that um, DC crossover kind of thing. So, h- how do you think it plays out, right? Because the Scarlet Witch, at the end of Infinity War, Scarlet Witch successfully removes the mind gem from Vision, kills him. He she, he tells her to kill him, holds off Thanos, and then, of course, spoiler alert: Thanos ultimately turns back time with the Time Stone, and then he's the one that kills the Vision. And but then Thor attacks him, but people start turning to dust. But then Thor goes into this dream world that seems like it's set up by Doctor Strange, who says to Tony before Doctor Strange disappears, "I'm sorry, Tony. This was the only way, right?" Because Doctor Strange had said there's like 14 million 300 possible results, and this was the only way to do it. So Doctor Strange, with the time gem, knew that the, the Thanos snap killing half the universe was going to happen no matter what. And so the the one in 14 yeah. million choice that he had where they survive was he fucks with the time stone enough so that it puts Thanos in a weird place. So what then is the connection between Doctor Strange's plan and screwing with the time stone and therefore Thanos? He can't stop the finger snapping and the death of half the universe. And, you know, there's, it looks like Earth is quite barren from all the death. But what's the connection between Doctor Strange's plan, which we don't know fully, but it's clear is happening, and the fact that we start with the original Avengers? I mean, how do you even explain that weirdness to the crowd? Like, that was, of course, my least favorite part of Infinity War was it was so obvious that everybody other than the original six was dying. Um, I don't mind them doing it if they have a good reason for it, but there must be something in Strange's plan. So the question is, is this going to take us back to... um, 2012 when the Avengers first come together in the helicarrier is it going to take us back to 2008 when Iron Man first leaves the desert or are we going all the way back to like world post World War II like something you know you know the Budapest connection with Hawkeye and 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 Scar and uh, and the Black Widow do you see what I'm saying like there's got to be a connection between Doctor Strange's plan here and what we're seeing on screen, which looks like the, the original Avengers are, are going to dominate this movie with the addition of Nebula, Ant-Man, and a few other characters, Rocket, and so forth. Any thoughts about that or just it, about Doctor Strange's plan in general? I think Doctor Strange knows what's going on. And I'm pretty much sure, like, I don't think all the superheroes are dead. I, it, you know, if you ever watched, like, Oh, no, not watch. I mean, you read the comic books, um, Infinity Gauntlet and all that. I yep. think they're in like an ultimate universe. Mm-hmm. And I think they're fighting like like another, you know, super villain over there in ultimate universe. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. With, um, you know, 
Well, that's why I think so far. I mean, I don't know anything else because <laughs> I just stick with like the old '90s comic from Tony Gotland and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I know. Yeah. So, um, just to talk about the end briefly with the with the Destiny or uh, really Mass Effect style suits that they're wearing. I know those are technically the quantum suits. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I haven't been a big fan of the cosmic stuff in Marvel uh, in the movies outside of the main Avengers. I really didn't love Guardians two. I wasn't crazy about Doctor Strange. I'm not a huge Ant Man fan. But I, oh. I loved, loved, loved how they nailed the cosmic vision, bringing in Thor, Guardians, Doctor Strange, and everything in Infinity War. I thought it was like the, the by far the coolest Marvel or DC cosmic vision on screen that I've seen. Nevertheless, you know they what Tony and company end up in space by accident, and then Thor is of course in space, and and Idris gets killed, and and uh, and Loki gets killed, and the Guardians are in space. So it's not like we haven't had tons of space, but we've never had the main Avengers suit up to, you know, squad up and go to space. And so I hope it's not just an Ant-Man thing where they all go to quantum zone because I actually don't love Ant-Man quantum zone thing. It doesn't seem to fit with the rest of the universe, even if it's cute and clever. And so I am hoping that they are walking toward, it looks like they're in a hangar, man. And guess who's a fighter pilot is Carol Danvers. And you know what? In the comics, Captain Marvel, even when she's superpowered, she's always the one to fly the spaceships with the other superheroes because she's an actual fighter pilot. So I think they're heading exactly. towards a giant spaceship. And I hope so. I want like a Mass Effect style giant space battle, but with specifically the Avengers. Um, but w- what did you think of that? And, and and what's the deal with the Quantum Zone uniforms? Like what, what are they communicating by, by having that be the image? Ah, that's a good one. Um, Again, we're, this is all pure speculation here. We know, we, none of us, I should have said this from the beginning, none of us are being held accountable for any of these theories. I, I'll, I'll make some that I'll stand strongly behind, but this is just pure speculation. Because when I watched reactions to the trailers, the people who like the suits were like, oh, the quantum suits. So I'm like, okay, something with quantum zone, but I hope these are actually spacesuits. Um and, and again, with the giant hangar and Captain Marvel I, and the Guardians, et cetera, I'd be shocked if they don't go to space um, uh, in it. So what would you rather? Because let's be honest, dude. I know you, like me, love Black Panther and love Team Cap. We didn't get that much of them in Infinity War. It was mostly space stuff, right? It was mostly yeah. galactic stuff. And now in this, it looks like the whole first half of the movie is going to be the original Avengers on Earth, which I think is great, which, of course, leaves open the door for the second half of the movie to be even more epically space than we've seen. So what breakdown would you like to see, if you have one, just roughly between how much time we spend on Earth with sort of the old school Avengers slash Black Panther um, and um, uh, how much in space? Just by, really quickly, by the way, Denai Guerrera is credited as a main character in this movie, but Chadwick Boseman is not. So I don't know if we're actually going to see the Black Panther, but through Denai Guerrera, we'll at least be getting representation from Wakanda in this film. Go ahead. Um, well, I speculate. It's you know, it's like they took off pretty much half the superheroes and this is what i think is going to happen it's going to oh. be kind of like the dark avengers that's what i'm talking go yeah talk about that that's what i'm trying to get you to yeah yeah that's what i think is going to happen like they're going to have dark avengers they're going to have can you explain like just Eddie for, Brock in there. you just playing a couple minutes about that to the listeners um can you just explain the dark avengers thing to our listeners who might not know what what that is oh well dark avengers are like all 
all the villains like the Sinister Six, like mm-hmm. Mysterio, like um, like the Kingpin pretty much hires these um, villains to watch over the city. And it's pretty much like Venom, it's like Mysterio, Dr. Octavius, um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? another, I think, uh, Bullseye, I think he was in there, and a few other villains. And they're going to be like watching over the city and pretty much being the super the good guys, but they're really pretty much bad, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like a, kind of like a mafia kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You pay us, you do this, right? Um, so okay, kind of- so along those lines, here's what's of interest to me, which they don't say in the trailer, which I'm glad. I'm interested if which of these two you think is likely. So let's run through. Uh, let's do a quick thought experiment. You and I, at the end of Avengers: uh, Infinity War, when you know some people survive and some turn to dust, right? So if you're continuing that storyline, there's two ways you could go. One way, which is what I assume they would do, because it seemed like the obvious, would be like all the people who weren't murdered by the the the, the finger snap. Um, would have to rebuild their lives and things would change, but they'd be aware that it happened. But the way they're framing the, the, the trailer, man, it doesn't appear that Hawkeye, Natasha, and maybe even Cap or Tony know that their lives are different because of those events. I think it's so radical that like they're all going to have amnesia. I think it's going to be an amnesia movie. Is Honestly, I think the beginning is going to be them all waking up with thinking it's a bad dream, having memories of these relationships and these people in their lives, and them piecing back together over the, you know, uh, like a Star Trek episode almost, where, you know, the aliens wipe their memory and they have to piece everything back together. Because the way they talk about it, 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 they never mention Thanos or the cosmic stuff. They never mention specific other um, uh, buddies of theirs or teammates. Does that make sense? It, it seems like they, they, they have uh, the amnesia at the beginning, that something happened, but, and that's something unnatural, but they don't know what that thing is. Um, almost it's way, like those- uh, Yeah. It's kind of like when, um, I don't know if you watched, well, you didn't watch um, um, Captain Marvel. It's kind of like when the scrolls was digging into people's memories. And. Right. Yeah. And that kind of thing. You know, it's, it's kind of like when they're, it's, it's going to be one of those things like Miss um, Marvel lost her memories of her childhood and then the scrolls bring back all her memories. It's going to be kind of like that. She's going to be like, mm-hmm. who am I? Where, where I'm from? And. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Yep. But remember, with Doctor Strange having screwed with the with the time stone and then the fusing of the of the gauntlet, at the end we see Thanos seemingly delusional and uh, numerous like fantasies in his mind. It's not clear he's aware that he's even in a fantasy world. Um, I'm not saying Thanos is out of the picture, but I mean between Thor and Doctor Strange, they fucked him up pretty badly. Um, yeah. But if you look back, yeah. if you look back, Thanos was actually, um, you know, when you seen the Red Skull, the Red Skull got sent out. The Red Skull got sent out to this um, weird, weird planet, and and revealed something to Thanos. If you if you remember that part, I do. And it's very interesting. It's like it's like he's. Like it's like the Red Skull is telling him, telling us the viewers something. 
what, what's to come, you know? What, what would you speculate that would be? Oh, man. Uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTube about that. But, but like, I don't know. Really, but this amnesia idea. So, you know, we get the scene where we see Hawkeye with his little girl, and then it jumps forward, and it's clear that his family's dead in this dystopic future, right? And he sees Nat, and Nat sees him, and it looks to me like they've just seen each other for the first time. And you know in movies like this that involve both time traveling and amnesia, but, and then two characters who normally are like in love or best friends, and they meet, and the recognition starts growing? You know what I mean? That's what I'm sensing here. Like, I don't think the Avengers are going to know who each other are at the beginning, even if, even if like, the clock, if you will, is 2019, and it's right after the events. I think the world's so changed, and, and the, you know, remember, this isn't just a time stone. It's also a reality stone, a power stone, you know, a soul stone. There's so, and it's, right? And so it, it would seem logical that not just time and space, but other things would be, would, would be changed as well. And one of those would be that, uh, you know, it's not just a matter of erasing some of the characters from existence, but that their memories would be lost or screwed up or something, because they just don't look like the same character. There are certain parts of the movie where Steve and Natasha look like Steve and Natasha, uh, I'm sorry, the trailer, look like Steve and Natasha, especially, you know, Captain America always centered but I, I don't know if I'm looking too much into this, and maybe it's just how they're framing the darkness of it. But I think it's—I think the first hour of this movie is going to be really weird for people, man. And I don't know if people are expecting that, for better or worse. It's going to be very interesting. That's all I have to say. You know, very interesting. I don't know where it's going to where it's going to go or where it's going to lead. It's just very interesting. All right, so and I, yeah, I'm go. trying to figure out like I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen with like. All right, we got Spider-Man yeah, Homecoming. Go ahead. go ahead, and then Spider-Man like, and the Avenger disappears. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if they're going to like bring Venom into the page in New York City to to run, you know. New York City. It's just weird. It's just very weird. Don't know like where they. Here's what I think happened, man. I'm and I'm just being able to explain this now through talking to you. Is the way they framed the end of Infinity War was the Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, Black Panther, etc., either died or more likely went to a different dimension, right? But what I'm proposing is that it's the opposite of that, and they're misleading us. I'm proposing that the Avengers who lived to see that are the ones who are now in the alternate dimension, and their mission is going to be to restore the natural dimension where Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, and all of them in Wakanda are still alive. That, to me, would be way more interesting rather than, well, we just happen to live. Let's find this alternate dimension and bring all our friends back. If the, if the original Avengers are the ones who threw Doctor Strange's bizarre plan, and by the way, dude, you know, if you're into Star Wars or Dune or anything with prophecy, you, you, and you know this, too, as a student of religion uh, or just, you know, a, a deep thinker and a philosopher, for, for, for a prophecy to occur, people need to not be aware of it, Right. And so mm -hmm. Dr. Strange's plans, the Avengers, uh, if I, let me call them Avengers 2 uh, or B, like the Earth 2 Avengers at the beginning of this trailer. 
even if they never learn who Dr. Strange is or his plan, if they're fulfilling the prophecy of his plan or, or the, you know, the, the sort of the steps needed to be taken, they could fulfill it without ever coming across him. Now, the chances now when they meet Ant-Man and now they got the suit to go to space in the quantum zone, it seems likely they will run across Dr. Strange. And I think the re-entry of Dr. Strange and or Thanos in the movie, my guess would be halfway through. And that's when things start going crazy and Spidey comes back and everything like that. But I think they're gonna they're gonna take their time with it, and I personally prefer that man. I, I think that was that was a great choice by them. Would you be cool with that? Spending the first half doing a very dark Earth based lower key story with the original cast, and then the second half being you know Return of the Jedi kind of thing. Yes. Okay, so. Um, I, I could pick your brain on this forever. I'm sure we'll have more thoughts. Uh, I'm mostly staying away from spoilers so I can come up with my own hypotheses. And but I'm trying to get them out there in case I'm right or wrong. Um, just give us, leave us with one or two more thoughts. Um, I know you love Spidey. Anything you'd like to see, um, whether you have evidence for it or not, uh, in the final movie, it could be anything from a costume to a whole character arc, like just literally one or two things with the characters you love, you'd love to see in the final movie and they'll let you go. Um, let's see. What was that character in the comic books? All gold. And what was that? Um, got the name of that guy they didn't want to bring him in that in the movie oh adam warlock like, yeah yeah i don't that yeah. was always going to be a guardians 3 thing so i would i i think captain marvel is the big addition here and i by the way yeah. that's one of my oldest fizzle cast predictions many years ago before it was brie larson i was like captain marvel's gonna definitely gonna have to be the one to save their ass because other than thor you know and maybe the scarlet witch she's so clearly the most powerful thing they got and she's intergalactic, also Earth-based. And so it's not a coincidence they released the two two months apart. That was brilliant. I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. I'm, I'm mediocre excited for it, but I'm cool with her addition into it and a new wild card. Um, but, yeah. Oh, who else might we see, man? Who else might we see who we had? We, uh, let me say that again. Who might we see during the second half with the cosmic galactic battle that either A, we haven't seen since like the early like Thor days or whatever, or B, um, a, a character like Adam Warlock, for example, which is a good example, that like this would be the time to bring him in to, to get all the big guns. Yeah, I think Warlock would be definitely bring in. Warlock? What yeah. about someone we've seen before but not for a while? Like, I don't know, Lady Sif? Or maybe Idris isn't dead? Or maybe Loki's not dead? Or maybe, you know... Oh, Loki's not dead. Um, Silver Surfer would be great. But they don't own, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, they do. Yeah. They do, because Fantastic do. Fox is... Fantastic Force Fox, not Sony. They actually technically do own Silver Surfer, but there wouldn't have been enough turnaround time for them because... The Dark Phoenix would be great too, but that's not happening. So, um, no. um, so okay. What about um, a bad guy? What about a bad guy that they haven't used yet? Like I could see Dormammu coming back. He's, here's my question, man. Isn't Dormammu more powerful than Thanos? And isn't the fact that Doctor Strange beat Dormammu show that Doctor Strange could beat Thanos and is beating Thanos? That's all I could think about the whole time. What he did to with Dormammu with the Time Stone seems to be a much higher level of difficulty than what he did to Thanos with the Time Stone. But I guess we, that jury's out on that. Mm. 
So he was a bad guy. If I'm, you know, whether it's um, uh, Galactus or something, you know, uh, a realistic bad I, guy that could come in. Because my other big theory, this is my last big theory, man. And I'll ask you this question, then we'll do final thoughts and sign out. Is I don't think Thanos is going to be the big baddie, or certainly not the only big baddie in five. I would be surprised if he was outmoded by an even eviler, more powerful bad guy. But I don't know who that is. If you have any thoughts, I'd be curious. I hear that they're working on Red Skull and they're going to bring out Red Skull more out because I think one of the Because that wasn't Hugo Weaving playing him, by the way, in the Infinity War. He was the one guy who didn't come back to play himself. They had the Hugo Weaving sound alike play at Red Skull. Right. But maybe, so, he, maybe so, he's back in on it because I've heard that too, man. I heard, I heard they're going to bring back Red Skull. And, and who's Red Skull and, most associated with? Captain America. Who's America's most favorite uh, Avenger and the leader? Captain America. Who, as people know, is going to die. Has to happen. Captain America. So, dude, you know what? Some new version of Red Skull that, that we saw in Infinity War, but even expanded because of the symmetry of the first Cap movie and then this one where he's almost certainly would die. I think that's a great prediction on your part. Yeah, because I think that that's that's what they're talking, and then that's where I predict that they're going to bring out Red Skull. Because mind you, um, if half the superheroes are gone, what's going to happen? Red Skull's going to come in and just like Hydra and then take over. Mm-hmm. Or Kingpin was take over and then bring out Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like you know you don't know like if where it's going to go, you know. So, final thing. So, I've been already, since I saw the trailer, jokingly calling it Rogue 2 because I think we're going to see the six, just like the six Rogue One main characters die one by one. I'm pretty sure we're going to see the six main old Avengers die one by one brutally but heroically in almost a Rogue One-esque fashion uh, going forward. Do you agree with me that that many or most or all of them are, are, are going to die? Um, or do you have other theories about that? And then we'll we'll sign off for now. Uh, I mean, they can't kill off Spider-Man. Um, no, I don't know. not already... the new ones. I'm talking about the original six Avengers who we know are the only ones in the beginning uh... of the movie. The only ones that didn't get dusted at the end of Infinity War were the original Joss Whedon six from Avengers 1 and Avengers Age of Ultron. There's a reason that they're in, in the movie and the new characters will come back later in the film, I'm sure. But there's a reason. So I'm talking about the, of the original six. It seems like Tony will die. It seems like Cap will die. It seems like Nat and Hawkeye will die. Can Hulk and Thor die? I don't know. I think Thor dies and is reborn later down the road. But I, I think in, in whatever way Hulk and Thor could die, at least temporarily, I think we'll see. But, but, but Cap, Nat, uh, Clint, and Tony, I, I think, are goners. I don't think Tony's going to die. And the, uh, they're the four ones, by the way, who say whatever it takes. Thor and Hulk don't say whatever it takes in the trailer. The four I mentioned are the four who say, and they focus on them getting ready like it's their suicide last mission. And uh, sorry, people, you know I love Rogue One, and so I actually love the notion that they would all die heroically to save all the other Avengers and everyone else on Earth uh, as their final goodbye um, with it. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. So, okay, man, any final thoughts or, or uh, sign us out? Um, geez, I would be, I would like to like 
have Fantastic Four joined with um, yeah. next Avengers. generation. Next generation, it'll happen. Yeah, Phase Four. Right. Um, oh, final question, and then and then we're got, we have to sign off. Uh, one to five, no spoilers. Uh, five being the highest. Uh, you thought of Captain Marvel? Um, it was a nine. I actually like it. Some people will be like oh, um, complaining that. Yep. Yeah, some people are complaining that she's like overpowered and Yeah, people like, always say that about strong female characters. Ray's overpowered. Yeah, you know, overpowered. Yeah. She's like Superman and right. yada yada. Cuz Luke, Luke Skywalker wasn't overpowered because Anakin Skywalker wasn't overpowered. Give me a break, people. Yeah, and then yeah, pretty much. Word. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for joining me on this podcast. Hope to have you on again soon. Um, and, uh, it, it's cool to be able to talk about this stuff with you and we'll have to see it. If you want to join me in my dad opening weekend with Avengers, man, you are more than welcome. Hell yeah. I'm down. Awesome. All right. Bizzlecast listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're excited about the Avengers too. Uh, adventures as well. There's been a lot of Marvel movies I've not been crazy about. Marvel television, other than Jessica Jones and Daredevil and a couple things, uh, I haven't been crazy about. Um, I'm, I'm a Star Wars guy at heart, but I love uh, um, the uh, pretty much all the Captain America and Avengers mov uh, movies, regardless of directors. And so, uh, and Black Panther as well, and it's all coming together now. And so I'm excited, and I'm sure the two and a half billion dollars, my man, this is going to make, will show that America and the world is excited too. So thank you for joining us. May the force be with you. You guys have been awesome. We'll be coming back at you soon, but for now, the Bizzlecast is out.